Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We're back with more of the Great Clips postgame show. Great Clips is going to be great. Presented by Telemore Dew. When it's game time, it's telly time. They fake it to Jones. Oh, they miss. Love. Fumbles the football and is recovered by Brisker. Right before he went out of bounds. I think Stevenson was the one who knocked it out of the hands of Jordan Love. He changed. This is such a huge play. Green Bay's in the driver's seat. They they end up changing the play, and they're going to go. Oh, the helmet knocked it out. It did, and this defense is unbelievable at creating turnovers. Everyone flies around. It's going to be Bears ball, but miscommunication gives the Bears a chance. Oh, yes, indeed, you're listening to the Great Clips postgame show presented by Tullamore Dew, and that is our hot and cold. We're going with Tyreek Stevenson, the cornerback, the reigning defensive player of the week. He's hot. He forced uh, a turnover, a very important turnover at that point in the game, and unfortunately they couldn't take full advantage of it, but nonetheless he's continued to play well. He's been improving as the season has gone on. I believe there were, uh, there were, he was the seventh corner taken, and he's done better than the six guys taken ahead of him. If you uh, break down all the statistics, so he's hot and cold. Well, I think uh, Patrick um, <laughs> Luke Getze, who, uh, who reused his game plan from week one, apparently. Uh, if you text that out, we'll call him cold. He's got the... Vaitless Joe Memorial Cold Trophy, and uh, and that of course is sponsored by Plumbers Nine One One Plumbing Emergency Call. The plumbing professionals available twenty four seven at one eight three three Plum Nine One One. Wait, Molly, we couldn't go with Vaitless Jones is hot just to change it to twenty twenty four. I think he averaged twenty eight point four yards of return on kickoffs. I mean, yeah, we've been bad. running him through the mud all 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 season. I mean, he went out and performed. If he's uh, if he's available next year, if okay. He will, uh, will if he makes the team? I mean, are you claiming now that he's their no kick returner <laughs> no. extraordinaire? He went against know. the terrible uh, Packers special teams. Yes. they were that was we'll, a good call we'll too, Pat, him, on the special yeah. teams, right? The field goal, they you missed the field goal, mm-hmm. and uh, it looked like you know um, Lafleur is probably going for that extra yards late in the half because he doesn't trust his kicker yep. there, right? Try to get him as close as possible, and uh, like you said, the returns were all good, so. You 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 said the pregame show that that could be an advantage for the Bears and it was. It was at the beginning and then they just got out of. Then we got manhandled up front. And we couldn't yeah. couldn't couldn't get anything going. Yeah. 
Um, I I do think that Valus is. I think uh, Sean Sears. Thank you for the suggestion. We're calling him lukewarm. <laughs> so he's not hot and he's not cold. He's kinda, perfect. That's an improvement. That's a oh, huge yep. jump. He played his best game of his career <laughs> in his last game as a Bear. Maybe <laughs> nowhere to go but up. Yep. Who? Um, I mean, I, I know we'll look back on this and we'll have a, a much better answer, but. There seems like there are a lot of players. There's going to be turnover on the roster, let's put it that way, because whenever you talk about having a lot of assets, that indicates that there are roster spots that will not be uh, remaining available. And I'm just curious, you know, you heard from Ryan Poles in the pregame, and he talked about all of the possibilities that you can have with the first overall selection. And that includes perhaps trading out of it again, perhaps adding more picks this year, next year. Um, You know, again, we talked about this. I I don't know how often it happens, but nobody's ever traded the first overall pick uh, two years running. So it's a little interesting to contemplate uh, what the roster will will look like, but um, I, I'm just very curious to think your thoughts on that. Like like how much turnover or sp- yeah. certain players? There, um, there's always 30% turnover, yeah. right? It, it's mm-hmm. just the mm-hmm. nature of the business. Um, how Will there be more or less as a result of what they believe to be a team on the rise? Hmm. I, I think what they've done, they've improved the roster, right? We've talked about that, matching them up against other teams. I think there'll be the same amount of turnover, but I think there might be depth guys that are going to be better. There are going to be certain spots yep. where now you can go get a stud center or draft a center. Uh, maybe you need another running back to go with Khalil Herbert. I think he has one more year on his contract uh, to have another running back that's uh, better than them, than Roshan Johnson and him is just a pure runner. Maybe that's a position as well. I'm just looking at the roster right now, just kind of going yes. through position by position where you would need something. Braxton Jones could be improved. Um, you know, does Darnell Wright turn into being your stud, stud, right tackle? Do you need to work, worry about that? I don't know. Um, D-line-wise, obviously, I think three technique can be improved. I think Justin Jones, to me, as I call him NFLers, the guys that's a backup that would be a good backup for a rotational piece for that D-line. Uh, and or another guy with Demarcus Walker, could you upgrade that position? Linebacker, you're obviously set. And then what do you do with Jalen Johnson? If he goes, do you try to bring in another corner that's, you know, middle of the road but but a decent player money-wise? What do you do with Eddie Jackson is is another big question. And I, I wonder, you know, he he spoke this week about how much he loves Chicago, and I think he's due, yeah. what, 14 or $15 million? Right. Would he restructure for two more years or something like that just to stay here? And to me – his play is not what it has been, but also, Olin, I don't know if you agree or not, I think you also pay for some people's minds, right? Players that are out there that get guys set up, uh, can, can understand the defense, recognize things, get guys playing at a higher level because they can communicate and get people uh, playing well on, on Sundays and also what they do maybe in meetings and what they do at practice and just helping guys grow. Uh, you know, I think that's a hot topic for a lot of Chicago fans. I've got a lot of people that text me all the time that, that hate them. Some people like them. Um, but th- those are, those would be the positions I think that uh, that you would worry about that are front line players. But then after that, they're in a good position now to to get right. good backups for like a game today. When you have two injuries on the front line, you bring in a Cody White here and another better player at center. Then you don't feel as uh, uncomfortable as you do with those two guys coming in. 
Yeah, I, I think, yes, I, I think there's going to be more than a 30% turnover, right? Like Pat is talking about, whether it be depth or, uh, you know, the number one position, the two positions you think about is all uh, competition at offensive line, competition at wide receiver, and mm-hmm. getting yourself another tight end in there, right? Because yeah. you see when Cole Komet is nicked up, and then a scat back, right? A guy who, who scares you out of the backfield. If you can get a guy like Aaron Jones who can do everything, uh, even though he's in and out, um, you know, you, you, you want a guy like that, but a third down back who, who can run Texas routes and things of that nature out of the backfield who really scares people, right? Mm-hmm. The Bears need more speed on offense. They need guys who scare you and guys who come down with the ball. And then uh, Pat talked, uh, said very well about the depth on defense, right? The depth on defense there. And it's just going to be interesting, right? I, I, think it's, uh, um, I think it's interesting to look at through the league and go through every team, team by team, and even the playoff teams and ask yourself, uh, if you had the number one pick, would you be evaluating your quarterback? I think for most of the teams, the answer would be yes. Mm-hmm. Even the teams in the quarterback, uh, even the point. teams in the playoff, the answer would be yes. So three one two six forty four sixty seven sixty seven. We've got some callers who've okay. waited patiently. Michael is on the south side. Hi, Michael. Yes, you know two things. First of all, the offense. Uh, I think you cannot talk about this because, first of all, he was under siege. You know, Jenkins got beat twice on sacks, right? Jenkins got beat twice on sacks. He never had a chance to get the uh, – get. he was already in the backfield already. Are you talking about Fields? Uh, Your right. Fields exactly. had no chance? Is that what you're saying? He had no chance whatsoever. Okay. I mean, and then as far as uh, defense, I don't know what happened with, with the two quarterbacks, exact opposites. Uh, Jordan Love. I mean, he was throwing balls up in the air that was in the air for so long. Yeah, how did it, how in the heck did that did not get intercepted? I don't know. He was not, there was no window. There was no tight windows there. These guys were there. Zero separation. I mean, literally, they was wide open. Yeah. There was nobody within 15 feet of some of them receivers. The- okay. Um, you know, we talked about they lost on both sides of the line of scrimmage. Uh, what was your take on Tevin Jenkins? You know, they're beaten up in the middle of the line. I'm not going to pretend like they had their starting center. I don't know how good their starting center is, but they were um, they were manhandled. Kenny Clark, God, that guy, I mean, they're going to have nightmares about him tonight. Um, what did you think on, on those t- two elements, guys? Yeah, they had a rough day, right? They had a rough day on the offensive line, but – uh, to your point, Molly, guys were out, but but guys were out for the Packers too, right? And, and they were right. it's that time of the year, right? And 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 the caller's point is, uh, Justin Fields is under siege, and he he was right. Yeah, Justin Fields was under siege. The O line was shutting Tevin Jenkins. They get beat pretty quickly on those two plays. And as far as the defense goes, I, I think an interesting question Kevin Warren and Ryan Post have to ask themselves is, gosh, I mean, Coach Eberflus, does everyone have to be healthy? For your defense to stop people, right? Does, does Montez Sweat, does Jalen Johnson, Jalen Johnson, does everyone have to be there? But I do go back to the fact that they only gave up 17 points. And I was laughing when Michael was bringing up, because uh, I was wondering too, like, what, what the hell is Love doing when he was floating those balls in there on those out routes? But but they were working. <laughs> they were catching those balls. And uh, it, just, it, just, it just is, Pat, you, you, we, as analysts, you're trying to say things before it becomes a topic of conversation, mm-hmm. right? And that's why we, we said two or three weeks ago, you might want to consider changing the play caller. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't get to the point of, and everyone says, like, when you say that, oh, what's that going to do? Right? But then three weeks, three weeks later, everyone's yelling about Getsy's play calls. Mm-hmm. 
right? So that's a problem, right? What that's going to do, uh, what is that going to solve? It's going to solve not getting to this point of asking the same damn questions. Yep, yep. Well, listen, Pittsburgh did it. Mike Tomlin did it. Where are they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're on their third quarterback, right? They're in the, the playoffs. The hard decisions. They're in right? the playoffs, yes. The yeah. hard decisions, Pat. Yeah. And that, 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 you know, gave him another winning season, and he got in the playoffs. Albeit, mm-hmm. I think, the last seed, but still he got in the playoffs. And that, that changed that, that, that franchise this year. Their offense was struggling, right? And he said, all right, I'm going to get rid of Matt Canada and say I'm bringing in. I forgot who, who the OC is now, but those are hard decisions. And that's, that's a lot of power to him for doing that and seeing that. And now he got himself in the playoffs and gave him a chance. I don't think it's a good chance, but they're in the playoffs. There, there was a rumor at one point that um, the Bears were looking into Mike Tomlin, that if Mike Tomlin were somehow released, that that would be a guy they'd be interested in. At least that was uh, one of the many hundred thousand rumors that were floating around. Um, you know, the Cubs obviously dumped their head coach to get Craig Council, who is the manager of uh, of the Brewers. If there were a coach that were available or, you know, surprisingly available. Uh, Olin, I don't know how you feel about Jim Harbaugh. He's now hired an agent in Don Yee. Um, I don't know if you believe he's going to lose tomorrow night, so maybe he'll stick around. I don't know how you feel. But I know you want to talk like, about these dogs. Go ahead. <laughs> you want right. to talk about Washington? Let's talk about <laughs> these the dogs. the last 40 minutes of the national championship game. Let's I feel a lot better. Let's talk about these dogs. Finally. I was wondering when we were going to get to this. <laughs> No, uh, uh, Molly, to your point is, uh, I would love it, man. I, mm-hmm. I think me and Pat, I, I don't want to speak for Pat. I, I, I would love a, a personality like that at Hallis Hall, right? Like someone who walked in, uh, ruffled some feathers, made people uncomfortable, uh, told people exactly yep. what they wanted done and get it done, yep. right? And if Jim Harbaugh is that kind of guy, I don't know Jim's coaching style. I, I've only heard stuff about it, but I, I heard, you know, he's a different kind of guy. Great. That's what they need, mm-hmm. right? Mike Tomlin, he's going to be demanding. He's going to set a standard. Uh, when I hear him talk, how can you not love that guy? Yes, great. A guy like that would be awesome to go in there and set a standard, right? You, you, you worry a little bit, and it doesn't mean, I know it doesn't mean a whole lot, but you worry a little bit when you hear things like, you know, I, I, I want to uh, be his sunshine, his water. <laughs> it's like just, we've had a lot of that around here at Hallisall, right? Where, uh, you know, we, have, we don't win and we don't have the quarterback, but gosh, everything else is great. Right. Or uh, we are going to hire a new president, but guess what we're going to do bef- the year before we hire him? We're going to hire everybody for him. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, like you just want at some point them to try it another way. Yeah. I, I tell you what, man, I, I think about it. I go back to 2013 when it was Bruce Arians or Mark Tressman. Mm-hmm. When I heard Bruce Arians, I was so excited. Right. I'm like, I want to play for that guy. I want to be in that building. You hear all the stories about him, his personality. And old, like you said, he's the one that tells it. Like it is, I like that style of coaching. I could not wait. I thought for sure that was the one. I heard this guy, Mark Tressman, and I'm like, excuse me, what? How is that even a, a, a discussion about you're not bringing in Bruce Arians? Bruce Arians goes to Tampa, wins the Super Bowl. Yes, he gets Tom Brady, but I could not wait to have him be my head coach, and I thought for sure that was going to happen, but I also wonder, was he not brought in because he would ruffle feathers and his personality and all that kind of stuff? And Maybe things will change now with Kevin Warren making these decisions, but I remember that, and I was like, this is going to be fun playing for this guy. This is going to be a blast going into Hallis Hall and listen to this guy talk and motivate us, but they decided to go the easier route, I think, with Mark Tressman, and it didn't work out. Uh, let's try Mike. Mike's in Rockford. Hey, Mike. 
Mike. Oh no, Mike stopped listening. He's just hmm. distracted. Let's try uh, Larry's on the west side. Hey, Larry. <laughs> oh no, Larry. Larry's with Mike. Yeah, Larry and Mike yeah. are probably talking to each other, waiting to come on the <laughs> show. For God's sake, that's my fault. We kind of lost track of what we were doing here. I, I am, um, I'm really kind of excited at the various possibilities. And mm -hmm. I, oh, Mike's back. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Mike. Hey guys, I was saying something. I don't think you could hear me. I'm sorry. I appreciate oh, the call. Taking the time here, guys. Here's my, here's my thoughts. Okay, just he's not a pocket passer. The Bears came in with almost a third string, third string center, Feeney. Uh, and and the, they got Clark on the other end coming, the nose tackles coming at him. And they didn't roll him out. They didn't do a bootleg. Gutsy's got to go. But then you look at Fields, and like you guys said earlier, you know, just our Jordan Love has all this talent. It doesn't have any talent. He's got rookies. And he's making throws like, like freaking Aaron Rodgers. And, and we're giving all these excuses for Justin Fields. What, what, did, what did Jim McMahon say three years ago? He said Chicago's where quarterbacks go to die. I think he's pretty correct on that, guys. I, I hate to say it, but I think they got to just clean house and polls as to hire an offensive coordinator coach, someone who's a really good coordinator as a head coach, and then hire a good defensive coordinator. you got the core unit of the defense. They're young. you got Montez Sweat. They could build around this and, and go from there, guys. Well, what do you think? Oh, man. I, I mean – I think we got three months to worry about yeah. that. You know what I mean? I think we're coming off a game where the Bears just – they got, like, pretty much whipped. And I'm talking mm -hmm. about physically beaten up. You know, they managed nine points. It is just – I don't know that I feel like anything is okay right now. No, and I just – there's so many opportunities or, or avenues you can take with this right. franchise now. The answer to me is just do the right thing, whatever it is, because there's so many ways to go about it. Let's just hope that Kevin Warren and Ryan Poles are the right people to make these right decisions. And like I said before, let's let George McCaskey, please let them do their thing. Give them all the resources they need to do. Let them be the new eyes and, 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 and brains at Hallis Hall to figure this thing out because it's been the same way for 25 years, 30 years now, whatever it is, that they need to just – let them do their thing and let's just hope they make the right decisions. But there's so many decisions to be made. Um, let's just you know, hope they hit on 85% of them, and then I think they'll, we'll be okay. Yeah, uh, get us to a point of uh, we're not excited about the offseason anymore, right? We're excited <laughs> about season. Yes. We're excited about the regular season, the postseason. In season, you're excited about everyone's not excited about uh, beating Atlanta in week 16 and lighting cigars and acting like it's a Super Bowl. Oh, boy. Right? And, and, and we're, uh, you know, you were hoping you wouldn't have to say that today, mm -hmm. but, but that's what we were worried about when you were watching that reaction last week, right? Which ends up being overreaction since the New Orleans Saints put something like 48 on the Atlanta Falcons, right? And I think they, they're, they gave 30-something points in the last three games every game. So it's just kind of you got to always take a look at things and really study – uh, you know, like you're talking about, Pat, like uh, let them do their job, but also, you know, the guys doing the job, uh, uh, make sure you're studying everything about Chicago's history and how we got here mm -hmm. and how it keeps repeating itself. Yep. And let's somehow stop it. <laughs> 312 644 67 67. We're going to be right back. You're listening to the Great Clips post game show presented by Telemordu on the score. 
We're back with more of the Great Clips postgame show. Great Clips, it's going to be great. Presented by Telemore Dew. When it's game time, it's telly time. Now here are your hosts, Olin Krutz, Patrick Manley, and Mully from the Mully and Haw Show on Sports Radio 670 The Score. Third and five, 11th play of the drive. And there's Love in trouble. Wrapped up back at the 25-yard line. Demarcus Walker. Demarcus Walker, welcome back to the Great Clips postgame show presented by Tullamore Dew. Marcus Walker with that sack. That is the hit of the game. That's right. Sponsored by Estwing Professional Tools, made in the USA for 100 years. Estwing.com. I love my hammer. I love my axe. I love uh, Estwing. And, uh, and yeah, pity they didn't have more of a hammer, right, guys? I mean, they needed more of that. Yeah, big play by him, too, there, uh, knocking him back. And then, you know, the uh, Packers kicker comes on and misses the field goal. I think they were on the 15. Uh, ends up being an eight-yard loss. A big sack there. Could have could have helped them if, if the offense would have scored a little more points. I felt good at that point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, oh, here we go. There's a break. And then this it didn't work out. It's just to me, guys, looking at the – just going through the stats during the break, it yep. just, you know, only 46 plays for the Bears, 60 for the Green Bay Packers, and just seeing a score of 17-9. to 9. You know, Justin Fields said he always wants 28 points. That's his goal. They had two uh, trips in the red zone, only came away with six points. They couldn't get in the end zone. Uh, just a disappointing game all the way around, and they just got dominated statistically, uh, you know, with five sacks to one sack, um, just all that kind of stuff. That it, it, To me, it was 17-9, to 9, but it felt – like a worse win, a worse loss to me. I don't know about you guys. I just feel congratulations are in order for Cairo Santos. He yeah, got, uh, mm-hmm. you know, finished uh, above ninety percent for the season. He was already at ninety-one point five or something, and then hits all three of his field goals. And I mean, that must be nervous making when you're. Uh, looking at a 50-yarder and the thing ricochets off. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's nice. It's nice that he hit it, but with money on the line, God bless him. Yeah, if that doesn't go in, he doesn't get his money, right? Like puts I him below. Think so. I think yeah. I think that puts him below 90%. Yeah, good for him, though. That's that's. And he also broke uh, Robbie Gold's franchise record for most field goals made in a season. Wow. Um, he's, he's put together a pretty darn good season and a, a darn good career so far with the Bears. Yeah, it's just, um, you know, from a former center's point of view, it's like the Packers beat us, and now the only thing we have to celebrate is the kicker. Yep, you don't want to hear that. You don't want to hear that. Wait, who's hot? This we got to change this that. This is where we are right now uh, in know. this era of know. Chicago Bears football. But, uh, you know, uh, interesting to, to talk about the Bears only scoring nine points, right, Pat? And talk, talk about, you know, in the first game, you know, in the first half, they also struggled in the red zone. So just something mm-hmm. else that Ryan Pose and, and, and Kevin Warren, when they're doing the evaluation, you can sit in a room and, and, and you're like you're saying, Pat, it seemed like the first game, uh, the game plan didn't change no. much. I, I'd like to put both films up and watch it with them. Right. Right. And while I'm making my decisions, talk about, OK, what was your plan to the adjustment, how they stopped you in the red zone last time and, and things like that as we go through uh, what the fans are wondering, what is the evaluation process? I'd like to be interested to know what how they will evaluate Coach Eberflus, Coach Getzey, the rest of the staff, Justin Fields. What are they looking at? What what kind of things will get them to their final decision? Yeah, and and, and only sixteen passes. I, you know, some people texting on the text line about that. You know, they only had forty six plays, but how many of those were straight dropback? 
You know, that that's the thing that we know that he's not good at. We tried the first four games of doing that with him, and it does not work well. You start moving around the pocket, they, they, he started to play better. The team started to look a little bit better. I, I just am scratching my head at this game plan of, of why he kind of force-fed the same thing he was doing at the beginning of the year. I just To me, it's just it doesn't make sense with, with Justin Fields and his skill set. When you got him out of the pocket, what, in the fourth quarter, he hit um, Khalil Herbert in the flat for a little 15, 16-yard gain. I was like, oh, maybe he's figured it out. Maybe he's going to start doing this. Next thing you know, second long, third and long, five-man protections, sack, sack. You know, it's mm-hmm. just – it just it wasn't helpful to Justin Fields today. And I, I, I guess when I go back and look, that's one thing I'm going to tally up is how many straight dropbacks there were compared to moving him out of the pocket of 16, uh, 16 passes. I had, a, I had a few O-line guys <clears throat> text me throughout the game and say, well, when your O-line is struggling, five-man protection is not what you want. <laughs> yeah, so right. Even people who were watching the yeah. game kind of knew right. that, uh, mm-hmm. what was going on and uh, that the Bears' O-line was getting overwhelmed, but it just seemed like they kept going back to their five-man protection. But, but I go back to what we talked about earlier, right, and what we asked for three weeks ago to, to look at a new play caller so we wouldn't be here the last week asking the same questions. Yeah, that's I mean, like if you have two backup linemen in there, isn't it naked and boot all day long? Isn't that kind of the easiest block? I mean, you just well, the game's close too, Pat. It's right. not a blowout, right? Right. right. It's, it's right. not like you have to force anything right. down the field. And the first thing they did uh, after Tariq Stevenson's caused fumble is fake the toss and drop him straight back in the pocket and try to take a shot that way. Uh, so, so it was an interesting game plan mm-hmm. to say the least, but uh, not shocking at all for me. Um, you know, at one point late in that game, they did a, a tent check, a concussion check on Justin Fields. It's like they waited a play and then they took him out and he was back before you even noticed he had gone. I mean, it was a really quick and weird kind of moment where they checked him for concussion. What was your take on that? Take it, Olin. I, I, that he was okay. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. what. That's what. Right. You know, I, I, oh, I, Olin, I, I was waiting for this. Oh. Six last night, but I'm not a doctor. <laughs> that's what I was waiting for. There <laughs> it is. That's what. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was waiting for. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't try. Hey, listen, uh, 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 oh, Pat, perfect. as you know, and you guys all know, and Pat knows, I've coached football for years, little league mm-hmm. on a young level. Right. Very important that they take care of these players uh, with all the new information stuff they have. I got to imagine they did their due diligence there. Yeah. I know it seemed fast, but, but I can't imagine after everything that happened to a guy who went to my high school, Tua Tungo-Vailoa, everything that happened to him last year. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine they're, they're making those kind of mistakes still yet. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that. I just, you know, it's a, he, you know, if you want to talk, I, he, he was down on the ground and kind of just kind of staring at the ground. I think he was, a, just just my personal opinion, I'm not a doctor. I'm talking about why he was sitting there with his head down. I think he was upset right. there was no flag. Like really, another shot to the head, and I'm not getting a flag, or another, you know, I'm sliding, and there's no no flag. I, I, that, that's that's just what he I saw from get there. Flags. Yeah, I, it, no. it's the damnedest thing I've ever seen. And I, I, I mean, I've tried to be polite about it. Maybe the officials don't understand, you know, that that he's human because you get called, you get caught, kind of ball watching when he's running, but he never gets a call. No. It's weird mm-hmm. that he never gets a call. It really is, and, and weird and frustrating, too. Mm-hmm. And, and to Pat's point, of, you know, to the caller's point earlier about, uh, you know, at some point just overreact. You know, if you're an offensive lineman, uh, take a personal foul. Yep. You know, make a point there in that stadium uh, at some point uh, because this is not 
the first time we've been now it's kind of like a month everybody's been talking about this or even longer mm-hmm. everybody's been talking about these shots that he's taking and coach Eberflus has been asked at his press conference and they said that they've they sent it into the league and at some point uh, when you're playing your rival you're on the road and your team needs a little a little jump start uh, I just think maybe you miss an opportunity there for for a moment uh, to get behind your quarterback and get your whole team behind you yeah, even even Teddy Bruschi went on the ESPN pregame show. He's like, let me go on a tangent. He went on a tangent about Justin Fields and, and not getting the late calls, and that's a guy who's has no affiliation with our team or whatever. And it, right. it just he feels the same way that it's not fair. And he's a defensive player saying that, which yeah, I, which is shocking. And what that just tells me is that Teddy's really good at reading Twitter. Yep. <laughs> good for him. <laughs> oh man. Uh, him and Acho, oh, they're together. Yes. And this guy, of course, this guy, Clay, whatever his name is. Yeah, Clay, those, all those guys, Twitter yeah. guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give the people what they want, Olin. That's no the, doubt. That's the point no of all this stuff. Yeah, that's yeah. that's been my game plan my whole life. Give people what they yeah. want. Oh yeah. <laughs> You're constantly ingratiating yourself. <laughs> George McCaskey talked about it the other day. Oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, oh man. I wish them luck up there, man. I mean I, they they got all this. Uh, it's just it's kinda like Pat, I don't know how you feel, but it's like smoking a cigar in the locker room after week sixteen after the beat Atlanta. It's, it's great, right? But and it's just like being excited about the off season. It's just kind of like you're celebrating the wrong things after. Yeah, that. yeah. You know, it's like I don't know how, how long you can continuously celebrate that the wrong stuff, right? It's like uh, um, I, I read somewhere that uh, Ryan Poe's text uh, uh, Kevin Warren, we locked down the number one pick. You know, I, I, awesome, man. Yeah. You know, congratulations. I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't really. And I, and I know it's a good thing, and I, I know it's exciting, and, and you're gonna add people to your team. I just don't really know how to feel about all of that mm-hmm. after a while. Yeah, know? just back to the cigar thing. We talked about in the pregame that I felt two ways about it. One, mm-hmm. I thought it was stupid because you don't do that after beating a, a sub-500 team in week 16. The other thing, I thought it was cool because the team came together and they're all celebrating together and maybe that's something that brings you together. But then you go out there and you play a game like this. You underperform, you get beat, you get beat physically, you get beat up front. So to me now, it looks like that was stupid. It was stupid to be smoking cigars after the game. But I'm not in that locker room. I don't know what's going on, but that's for me from the outside. But if you're going to do that, back it up with a good performance. Go beat your rival. Don't be 0-9 against, uh, you know, Justin Fields. Go ahead and win a game against our, our number one rival. You know, and, and, and it just it looks bad now after watching this game. Mm-hmm. Well, All sorry. right. We got one segment left, sadly. We will be uh, – No playoffs? We'll be- Closing it out. The playoffs don't. Oh. I think we're going to do playoff games. Just, uh, <laughs> just to see what it feels like. Just to practice for us. next year. <laughs> that we won't even broadcast it. <laughs> just we'll us just, three. Yeah, we'll just call each other. Based <laughs> hey. on zoom it. Yeah, <laughs> we'll zoom it. Yeah, maybe we'll go on Twitch if that is a thing. Uh, whatever. Why oh, don't we man. do it on uh, TikTok? Maybe my kids will see. It. <laughs> I don't have TikTok. Yeah, it's my only way of getting a hold of them. Uh, I don't have it either. I don't even know what the hell it is, but let's do a dance. All right, we've got got to close it all out. You're listening to the end of the season here on the the, uh, the, uh, fantastic 
Great Clips post-game show presented by Tullamore Dew on the score. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We're back with more of the Great Clips postgame show. Great Clips, it's going to be great. Presented by Telemore Do. When it's game time, it's telly time. You know what I did do and- um, I gave him my all, so um, whether it's here or not, you know, uh, I have no regrets. Um, shout out to, you know, you guys for, you know, making my job a little bit harder. But, um, yeah, uh, just to the city of Chicago, love y'all. Appreciate the fans and the support from all the Bears, you know, in case this is my last rodeo with y'all, and just appreciate y'all for everything. So, thanks. It is the Great Clips postgame show presented by Tullamore Dew. What great sponsors, right? Great clips. We've all had one, and it is great. It's going to be great, and they're great. And Tullamore do. Man, Mully and Tully. Come on now. That's a match made in Irish heaven. Um, we want to thank them for their wonderful uh, contribution. And, uh, guys, that, of course, Justin Fields saying his goodbye to Chicago, and it, um, you know, We've yet to determine that that he's gone, but the Bears do have the number one overall pick, and so there you have it. Uh, him saying goodbye. Class guy. He's been a class mm-hmm. act all the way, and you wish him really well. Yeah, he's handled a tough situation about as good as you can, Pat. Yep. Yep. And, and never uh, – I know the one time he did go off script and everybody agreed with him. <laughs> uh, you know, he's the kind of guy who's come right back and apologize for it. So, um, you know, just – He's been a pro's pro in that sense of handling what is, uh, like he said, a really tough job with, with obviously guys like us, in, you know, doing former players, doing analyst work and, and always questioning whether he can get the ball out fast enough or read a defense. Mm-hmm. And he's got to hear all those things. And uh, as Molly just said, he's been all class. Yeah. Uh, and I, I've got a lot of respect for him for that, mm-hmm. especially that that's that's big. The other one is, is the way his teammates talk about him. I just think being a good teammate is important. Uh, especially at that position, uh, and I've got a, a, a just a good feeling about him. Potentially, if he goes somewhere else for his future, if he stays here, we'll see. And yeah, I've been hard on him. I, you know, I get texts, tweets, all that kind of stuff. But guys, I I want greatness. <laughs> I don't want to sit here at the end of the season 
and talk about the great offseason that we're potentially going to have. I want to talk about playoffs. And that's a quarterback is the person that does that. He hasn't done that in three years. To me, has not proven right now that he is the guy that the Bears can hang their hat on to get you with sustained success for the rest of his career or the next 10 years or eight years or whatever it is. So I still have a big question mark next to him. I had one coming in this year. And it's still, I, it's still sitting there, you know, right here on my iPad, you know, Justin Fields question mark, man. I, I just don't know yet. And I wish he was the answer. Um, and I, I do have a lot of respect for him. Maybe he goes on somewhere else and has some success. Maybe it's here. Maybe a new office coordinator can unlock him. But, um, you know, he's, he's, he's had a, a good young career as a good young quarterback so far as a person. I want to see more out of him as, as a player. Pat, hit we, save on that question mark now. I don't want to lose that one. I know. I won't. I won't. <laughs> uh, we want to give a thank you to Aurelio's Pizza for delivering great food for today's game and all season long. Download the Aurelio's app. Start earning rewards. Visit Aurelio'sPizza.com to order from the location nearest you, Aurelio's Pizza. It's the sauce. And uh, much appreciated their sponsorship and everything they've done this year. Um, I want to I want to uh, quickly thank you guys for for edifying me throughout the season. Really, uh, it's been a joy to to be here and to talk Bears football with you. We now have the schedule. You can go check Brad Biggs on Twitter, and he'll tell you every opponent they have for next year. They did indeed finish in last place in the NFC North. So we know they will play the opponents, and we also have the 2024 schedule. We don't know who they'll play. We know I, – I, we only know who they'll play, not when they'll play them. So if you're interested uh, in making a, a road trip, they're going to Arizona, Houston, Indianapolis, San Francisco, or Washington – and they're home to Jackson. they got more home games. Jacksonville, the Rams, Seattle, Tennessee, Carolina, and New England. Molly, thank you, man. Yes. Uh, you make it easy to do yes, the job. Do. And, Pat, you've been a great teammate since 98. I was, was going to say that, man. It's been always fun to be your teammate. And uh, here's to a good offseason. Here's to yes, the yes. new direction of the Chicago yes. Bears. Or intellectual instruction. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to go home and crack a long snapper IPA and cheers this offseason off the right way. I'm going to go home, get get to bed quickly, and try to get up in the morning. And Olin, I'll talk to you tomorrow. And Pat, you're on this week. I'll be on on Wednesday this week. Yeah, I'll be on on Wednesday this week. Nothing will change. Guys, great stuff. Thanks a ton. Thank you, Sean Sears, for uh, a great job tonight. And uh, God bless all. Thank you for listening. It means a lot to us. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? 
and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.